partner of a dispatcher. The 19-year-old woman's filed legal actions against several Northern California cities and police departments saying she was sexually exploited by more than two dozen officers while working as a prostitute. Penn State ordered to pay up over the child's sex abuse scandal involving a former football coach. A record $2.4 million fine for Penn State for violating federal law that requires colleges and universities to report campus crimes and warn people if their safety is threatened. The fine coming after a five-year federal investigation that began shortly after former assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky was arrested for child molestation, which raised questions about what administrators knew about him. The report saying Penn State officials disclosed in June that 45 people claimed they were victims of Sandusky, who was convicted of abusing 10 boys in 2012. Sandusky is due in court Friday as he seeks to have his conviction thrown out or get a new trial. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The Paris Agreement to combat climate change becomes international law today. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News Radio. Good morning. It is 48 degrees. I'm Allison Demers, 1320 News. Meteorologist Bill Jackwoman says today will be sunny and cooler, highs 55 to 60 degrees, and we'll listen to his entire forecast coming up after the news. The town of Wolcott has placed high school principal Joseph Monroe on paid leave pending the outcome of an investigation into a personal matter. According to the Rep. Am, there isn't any information as to what prompted the investigation or why Monroe will be on paid leave indefinitely. School officials say they will take any appropriate action if needed once the investigation is completed. A 15-year-old boy is facing charges accusing him of groping a woman while she walked near her home in Cheshire. Police say the unidentified juvenile confessed to approaching the woman from behind on Strathmore Drive and grabbing her Wednesday afternoon. The woman was not injured in the attack, which ended when the teen ran away. Cheshire Police Chief Neil Drive says police are investigating if the suspect is connected to other incidents that have occurred in the neighborhood. There's a two and a half month gap between the last reported incident and this one. There, there's no real discernible pattern that we're able to, to, to you know, to, to put to this other than the location. The boy is charged with fourth-degree sexual assault and unlawful restraint. State officials are offering some tips ahead of the election next week. Melissa Russell with the Registrars of Voters Association of Connecticut says there will be lots of people voting and the lines will be long. The average wait time is probably going to be about half an hour just because of the sheer volume. Hopefully it won't be too bad, but don't don't think you're going to get out of there in five minutes because it's not going to happen. Russell says to make sure you go early if you want to vote and to know where your polling location is more than 2 million people are registered to vote in the state. The National Guard is launching Operation Elf. Aaron Kupek has more. Lieutenant Governor Nancy Wyman says they're seeking donations of grocery, gas, department store, and other gift cards, as well as goods and services like heating oil and snow removal. The effort, Operation Embracing Lonely Families, is in its 15th year. Operation Elf is one small way we all can give back to our servicemen and women. Donations are being accepted through December 13th. Last year, Operation Elf distributed more than $10,000 in gift cards to military families. For more information, call 1-800-858-2677. This is Aaron Kupek at the State Armory in Hartford. Bridgeport's budget is now online and available for download from the city website. The online searchable budget program, Open Bridgeport, is an effort by Mayor Joe Gannam to make government more transparent. State Controller Kevin Lembo helped get a similar program running with the state budget, and he has been helping Bridgeport launch its site. It will allow people to track city revenues and expenses in real time with precise information provided on every transaction. Meriden police are trying to locate the vehicle owned by a man who was found dead in his apartment as the victim of a homicide. The unidentified man's body was found decomposing in his East Main Street apartment on Wednesday, and he had been dead for some time. The man's blue 2014 Nissan Sentra is missing, and police are hoping to locate the car as they continue the investigation. It's 9.08 on 1320 WATR. Let's have a look at the roadways now. 
In Waterbury, 84 eastbound, a little slow, exit 23 to 25, nothing on the westbound side. 91 northbound in Hartford, busy, exit 28 to exit 29. Also slow traffic, 91 southbound in Hartford from exit 34 to exit 32. There was a problem in Madison that cleared 95 northbound at exit 60. It was a two-car accident, quickly cleared, slow traffic from exit 59. Route 6 westbound in Farmington, slow at Route 177 there. Also out in Tollins, Route 44 eastbound at River Road. Here's your weather forecast with meteorologist Bill Jackwoman. Our Waterbury area weather, sunny and cooler for today. Temperatures between 55 and 60. Clear cold tonight, 30 to 35. Sunshine for tomorrow with a high 50 to 55. And on Sunday, mostly sunny, low 50s. Sunny near 55 Monday and sunshine a bit warmer Tuesday, 55 to near 60 degrees. Well, stop into Jenny's Pizzeria's new dining room offering beer and wine, a warm, cozy atmosphere providing you and your family with delicious home-cooked Italian meals and weekly special. The dining room opens Tuesday through Sunday, 4 p.m. Jenny's Pizzeria, 380 Monroe Turnpike in Monroe. This is WATR meteorologist Bill Jackwoman. Thank you, Bill. It is 48 degrees at 10 after 9, and you're up to date. I'm Allison Demers, 1320 News. Allison, seeing that I already have Sherry Marcucci on her headsets uh, early today, before we start the music for her show, I wanted you to get a chance to say good morning to Sherry. I I did, actually, out in the lobby, but hi, Sherry. Again. Hi, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> we have a mutual admiration society, Allison and I. Yes. I, d- I think we all do here. At well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, Allison, but we let, share let some heart there. stories, right, Allison? We do. I think, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, um, yeah. what do they say? Angel sisters. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You're oh, I'm like so an honored. Sister. Thank you. Me or too. is it? Or is it devil or angel? <laughs> <laughs> some days you don't know what you're going to get. Right. I really That's hope right. you never see that side, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, you have a terrific weekend. Thank you. You too. I know you'll be here for a while, but I won't get to talk to you on the air again. So, you and your family have a great weekend. You too. Thanks. And with that in mind, and with my friend Sherry Marcucci all plugged in, it's time to press the special magic button for the Palace Theater Orchestra and Chorus. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Good morning, Friday morning. Welcome, everyone, to your palace, your place. I'm so happy to be here every second and third Friday of the month to bring you news about the Palace Theater, about arts and culture in the uh, region in Connecticut, and uh, on even the Great White Way, which we're going to hear about a little bit uh, later in this uh, fast-paced 50 minutes of uh, information. And I, I have so many things I want to talk about i i uh i don't know hardly where to begin but tom and i were just chit-chatting about um things that are uh trending and what's happening in in uh, show business what's happening in the world and of course all of us are on pins and needles uh because in a few days we will know who our next leader uh will be and that's um i'll tell you it's a nail-biting time for all of us i think and uh, tom and company will be at the Republican American headquarters, yes, we will. and they'll be uh, broadcasting live. I know. I always listen to that. I love that broadcast, and um, it's uh, it's. You know, I don't want to say it's an exciting time this year. It's more like a nail-biting time. We just don't. We shake in our heads and don't know where we're headed. But um, God willing, the right leader will get chosen for all of us, and we'll have a wonderful, uh, wonderful. Um, four years with our next leader. So I also was talking to Tom about this phenomena. You know, I, I like to bring you some tidbits of information and being on the other side of the generation gap, I guess, is the best way to say it, that there are things happening with our new digital world that we all live in that are just amazing. And one of them is the the um, YouTube sensations, if you will, people who become stars, celebrities because of um, the digital uh, realm that we uh, live in and the platforms that are available. And YouTube is one, is a giant one, I guess, is, is 
the best way to say that. And we have a show coming up at the Palace that just blows my mind because it is um, it is with uh, a young woman, 29 years old, who fooling around on YouTube and doing some funny things for her, uh, her own amusement and I guess some of her close friends initially, has become this internet sensation and has taken her show on the road, selling out venues all across the country. And that is um, the name of her, the character that has become the sensation is Miranda Sings. And it's actually, uh, it was the creation or is a creation of a young woman, like I said, 29 years old named Colleen Ballinger. And we have it coming to the palace November 12th. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, don't feel bad because if you, unless you have um, a tween or teenage young lady in your life, daughter or granddaughter, you probably haven't heard about uh, uh, Miranda sings very much, but I'm telling you that we can't keep up. This will definitely be a sold out show. It's just about there now, but mom's calling and emailing asking, please let me get my daughter to meet her. She, you know, and the fact is those VIP tickets went like in a blink of an eye when the show first went on sale. So, you know, if you didn't get them then, you're out of luck as far as getting a chance uh, for that. But anyway, so I'm just amazed by that, Tom, because in today's world, that's the medium that our kids uh, will know and it'll... You know, I mean, it will be, you know, it is already um, one of the uh, coming things. And you and I will become the dinosaurs. Mm. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting. And also coming up in November at the palace, we're going to talk today to one of the stars of A Christmas Story, the musical, uh, Chris Carston. And he uh, plays the, the role of Gene Shepard in the in the production. And of course, it's based on that iconic musical. So a little bit later in the program, we'll get to talk to him and uh, what it's like to play someone who truly is an icon. Uh, what else do I want to tell you about? Oh, some upcoming things, some upcoming things that we do want to um, make you aware of. One is Dear Friends of the Palace, um, James and Daniel from Onyx 2 Jewelers are having a big trunk show on Thursday, December 1st, and it, it's p- part of the proceeds of sales that evening will go to our local United Way. And I just love James and Daniel. They are so generous um, to the community. They just got right into the swing of things and have become part of the fabric of, of things uh, in our community in so many ways. So I want the ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, if you're doing some Christmas shopping early, uh, actually... December 1st is not that early because, you know, Christmas is right around the corner for us. But it's a trunk show and it's 6 to 9 p.m. And I know that there'll be uh, photo op- opportunities and, it, you know, <laughs> James will have uh, the whole store decorated to the nine. So um, put that on your calendars, everybody, and support United Way at the same time. And I just want to give a shout out to our... Um, <laughs> You, many of you know Kinky Boots is coming to the Palace Theater December 6th through 11th. And as part of our whole promotional campaign around the show, because we have a whole lot of tickets to sell, Tom, um, we have local celebs that have were kind enough to pose in the Kinky Boots. Tom, you are one of them. You are one of them. And we've been slowly rolling out. Yes. Each, you know, I haven't week. seen mine yet. Though. Not your saving. We're leading <laughs> up to them. Uh, but, you know... Um, Three or four a week we've been um, uh, posting on Facebook. And so last yesterday, Brian uh, Fortin Carter, as I call him, BFC, his was posted. And for those who don't know, Brian, if you're involved in the theatrical world locally, you know Brian. You know his work. He's he's a wonderfully talented uh, a man, as well as is John Carter, oh, his, gosh, his yes. husband. Yes. And so they the were married them, to the palace. Huh? They got married to the palace. I know they did. And so, but his picture last night, all I could think when I saw it, when we first did it, I thought thought this. It's like he looked like. 
He's trying out for the King of Siam. Yes, the King and I. The King and I. So you got to see that. And if you're not seeing any of these pictures, I want to tell you, why don't you like the Palace Theater on Facebook? And you'll get to see all this fun stuff. So that's my little spiel for right now, because on the line, we have our first guest. And that is a returning guest who um, I've asked to be kind of a contributor periodically. So I want to welcome online this morning to your Palisher Place, Joseph Harrison from Broadway World. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Sherry. How are you? I'm well, I'm well, and I'm sorry. I, I've kept you waiting a little bit, so I do apologize. And uh, oh, But no thank you so much for always um, being willing to share your, your knowledge and your excitement about um, theater and as an editor for Broadway World. We appreciate your, your being a part of the show. Great. Thanks for having me. I love it. Oh, good. So let's get right to it then, because one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, I wanted to give you a, well, a little, not scoop really, but sort of scoop. So um, as you know, because I saw it posted on Broadway World uh, this week, um, a woman uh, known to theater people uh, uh, took over the role of Madame Morrible in Wicked on Broadway this week, Cheryl Lee Ralph. And for... And you know this, right, Joseph? Yes. Okay, so, mm-hmm. but here's the thing I bet you, you don't know, that Shirley Ralph is originally from Waterbury, and Shirley Ralph, who created the role of Dina in Dreamgirls and has been in a slew of sitcoms and other um, other productions, but Shirley Ralph and Sherry Lou Richardson, which was my maiden name, were in Brownies together, <laughs> and her mom was our brownie wow. leader, and um, a few years ago, we actually had a touring production of Dreamgirls uh, Stop at the Palace, and she was kind enough to come a few months ahead. She was promoting her book at the time, and so we got to re- reacquaint ourselves. So I was so excited to see her, and I'm 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 going to see her in this role. I am by hook or by crook. I'm going to do that. <laughs> that's that's great, and what a great um, you know local story, and not just you know from the terms that she's from Watery, but that, that, that you have a connection. I think that's that's great. That's always awesome. Well, she's also making history. Actually, yes, by, yes. And you want yes. to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So she, uh, Shirley Ralph, is the the first African American uh, to play this role, uh, and so she, uh, she's she's kind of she. I think she, I saw a quote where she said um, she was uh, breaking the creative glass ceiling or, or something to that effect. Yes. Uh, so uh, so she. I think that's a, that's so great, especially to, for her to be in this role um, and and to be taking this. And and I did a little research, and she's actually used to setting records because she was the youngest female graduate from Rutgers when she was nineteen. So, you so, know what? Um, You're right. Yeah. So um, so I think I think that's great for her, and it's great for for the show. And I think I I, I think she's an amazing performer. So I I I. I, I I'm excited for her and for for all those who'll get to see her in the room. Yeah, it is very exciting, and she is a phenomenal performer, and she is very, very gracious and um, mm. a, a, a philanthropist, and you know, so a really grounded, talented woman. So, it's another shout out because Waterbury—you don't know this, Joseph, either—I don't think—has been the breeding ground for a lot of people who have made careers in professional theater and film and radio. So. Um, I don't know. They say it might be the water. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, so what what else is going on? I know there's a big, 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 big buzz about a show that's getting ready to go up with a big, 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 big star. Um, and I'm talking about Hello, Dolly. Can you? Yes. Yes, so um, uh, that, it's it's funny because part one of the themes in uh, opening on Broadway in the coming months is uh, a number of of revivals and. <clears throat> Hello, Dolly is, is the one that's gotten the most buzz because Bette Midler is going to be playing Dolly Levi, and people are so excited about this, and uh, it's getting so much buzz, and, and I think that m- more so than, than I think a lot of revivals in the last few years. Uh, so not only is it 
a great show, but I think people are uh, the fact that that um, Bet's going to be doing this. It's just uh, it's it's kind of a win win. I can't. I, I think you couldn't go wrong. I, I, I absolutely agree. I think it's like the perfect casting uh, for that <laughs> exactly. role. I mean, she yeah. definitely epitomizes uh, and embodies the spirit of Dolly Levi for sure. And I know personally some people that have already bought buckets of tickets. To, they they were online as soon as, as soon as they went on sale. Um, so and that's that's on my list because that means. Uh, personally, I, it was my high school musical as a senior, yeah. and also we did it at the Palace as a community joint venture that Tom shoot here, the uh, air personality and, and general manager, played Cornelius Van der Gelder. It was fun, and you were in it. I was in it. I was Ernestine of Money. <laughs> oh, <very good. laughs> Which is a fun part. But anyway, so yeah, so I, I'm excited about that. What else is coming? Um, what, what about some of our Connecticut venues? I wanted to ask you have you seen chasing rainbows at good speed yes i did i saw it it was it was great i really enjoyed it i think it's it's such an interesting story um something that i had not been as familiar with i think a lot of people are not as familiar with judy garland's um early like her her path to becoming dorothy um and that's what the story the show tells the story of from when she's young um and and in vaudeville with her family and her sisters um and her father and uh and all the way to making getting a contract uh at the 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 studio and meeting all these other uh, young stars like Mickey Rooney and Lana Turner and 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 just her struggle to to be noticed for her amazing talent and her journey to becoming Dorothy. It's it's such a really exciting show and I think it's neat because it's something a piece of a story that you that you know a little of, but it, it opens up the doors and tells you uh, a bit more of this uh, this this journey that she had. So I, it was great. I really enjoyed it and it's actually. It's um, playing through the end of this month, so November twenty seventh. So if if people have not yet seen it yet, it, it will. It's a it, it's it's a great show. Well, that sounds like uh, two big thumbs up. And you're right yeah. because Judy Garland was almost manufactured by the studio system that was in place at the time. So we know a lot about her life from you know that point forward and some of the tragedies and struggles she endured. But we don't know uh, the backstory, and that's what's always. Yeah. Fascinating. I think that's what, uh, not think, it was what made Jersey Boy such a big hit because people did not know that backstory about Frankie Valley. And, you know, uh, the music, of course, is something uh, obviously that, that contributed to the success, but it, the story. Yeah. And people still love a good story. Joseph, yeah. um, holiday time, uh, gift giving, uh, any recommendations? Broadway or um, local or. Yes, yeah, so so there's a there's a lot uh, that that is is coming. Um, I think uh, for 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 the the holiday time in terms of Broadway, um, you know, right now a lot of people are talking about uh, the 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 show that Josh Groban is starring in, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of eighteen twelve, mm-hmm. uh, which for those who like you know a different kind of show. But as I said, there's so many other revivals. You talked about Hello Dolly, um, Cats is is playing now. Um, Sunset Boulevard is coming back. Miss Saigon, um, lots of really great shows that are that are coming in uh, on Broadway, and then more more close to home. There are a lot of holiday shows coming. So as as you've uh, uh, as you've been talking about, we have Christmas Story uh, coming up uh, at the Palace, but then we have um, Christmas Carol. Uh, we have uh, Happy Elf that's playing at Landmark Community Theater and to- the Thompson Opera House. So lots of holiday themed shows um, uh, that are that are exciting as well. So so many choices, both yeah. from from a local perspective and Broadway. Well, Joseph, I always enjoy hearing what you have to say. And you know, as an editor for Broadway World, you you have your ear to the ground, you have the inside scoop, you know what's coming down the pike. And I appreciate so much you sharing that with our our listeners uh, on your Palisher Place. I, I look forward to talking to you very soon again. And if I don't. Oh. Talk to you before the Thanksgiving holiday. Have a wonderful holiday. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Joseph. Bye-bye. And that was Joseph Harrison, uh, editor for Broadway World. And we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with uh, a very engaging woman who works in the same industry that presents touring Broadway. So stay tuned. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace. 
November is Building Your Self-Care Toolbox Month at the Harold Lever Regional Cancer Center, a free, ongoing series of programs designed to give patients, caregivers, families, and healthcare staff the tools they need to unplug and handle stress effectively. Every Tuesday during the month of November, from 3.30 to 4.30, you will learn about breathwork, aromatherapy, journaling, and energy therapy. A different subject will be addressed every Tuesday. To reserve your spot, call 203-575-5544 or email dparkinson at levercancercenter.org. The Harold Lever Regional Cancer Center, 1075 Chase Parkway, Waterbury, Connecticut. The right team, right here. Waterbury Symphony Orchestra celebrates 2016-17 season creating community. Enjoy Tchaikovsky's Pathetique, Sunday, November 13th at 3 p.m. at the Naugatuck Valley Community College. A pre-concert discussion will be held from 2 to 2.30 with Vincent Deloise. Tchaikovsky's first piano concerto is brimming with ravishing melodies. Russian pianist and young concert artist Gleeb Ivanov brings his special brand of virtuosity to this youthful work. Tchaikovsky's last symphony is one of classical music, peak experiences of human emotion. It is his final legacy. The Waterbury Symphony's second concert takes place on Sunday, November 13th at NVCC Fine Arts Center under the direction of Leif B. Holland. Thank you to our sponsors, McDermott Performance Solutions and New Morning Market. With your support, we bring music into the community. For ticket information, visit waterburysymphony.org or call 203-574-4283. Well, what an election year this has been. In addition to the controversies of the presidential story, you can once again stay in touch with the local election activity on WATR, WATR WATR.com, and TuneIn Radio. Join host Larry Rifkin Tuesday night starting at 7.50 p.m. for Election 2016 live coverage. Joining Larry from the Republican American Newsrooms will be State Representative Salim Nujame and Waterbury Aldermanic President Paul Pernaruski, plus reports from the Rep Am staff along with WATR's Allison Demers, Steve Noxon, and Tom Hill. Also this year, the Rep Am will be streaming our broadcast live on Facebook. Our election night special is brought to you in part by Bunker Hill Pharmacy, Shaker's Family Ford Lincoln, and by Kitchen Cabinet Outlet. 1320 WHR, it's 930. We have 48 degrees outside our Waterbury studios. This time and temperature is brought to you by the Savings Bank of Danbury. Get your mortgage done your way at Savings Bank of Danbury. Apply online at sbdanbury.com. Savings Bank of Danbury, equal housing lender. Good morning, Tom. Our weather continued to be dry, which is not a good thing. A severe drought continues across our Waterbury area. Sunny, cooler today, 55 to 60. Clear and cold tonight, 30 to 30. And sunny, low 50s tomorrow. On Sunday, mostly sunny, 50 to 55. And sunny, 55 on Monday. More sun Tuesday, upper 50s. This is WATR meteorologist Bill Jackwiman. Next year's legislative session will be a great moment of decision for Connecticut as we face yet another multi billion dollar deficit. I'm State Senator Joe Markley. Another tax increase could lead to economic freefall in Connecticut. But that's what Governor Malloy will demand after the election. The choice is in your hands. With your support, I can be part of a Republican legislative majority that will say no to Malloy and no to his tax hikes. We can't afford to keep raising taxes. We must reduce the size and expense of state government. Our economy will come back when we cut taxes and encourage industry. That's the only solution to Connecticut's fiscal mess and the only way forward for Waterbury. If you agree, I ask for your support on Election Day. I'm Senator Joe Markley on the Republican and the Independent lines, and I approve this message. Paid for by Markley for State Senate 2016, Barbara Roberts, Treasurer. 932 here at WATR. Back now to Sherry Marcucci hosting Your Palace, Your Place. Your Palace, Your Place. Shows for the whole family. 
And we're back with your Palisher Place. I'm Sherry Marcucci. And I am just very um, excited and a little bit honored, to tell you the truth, to welcome our next guest. Uh, Jen Gallagher is online with us this morning. And I just first want to say um, good morning, Jen. Uh, good morning, Sherry. That is that is quite a welcome. I didn't ex- I didn't expect you to be so honored by my presence. Well, <laughs> well you know, I, I am, and here's the reason why. Jen Gallagher, first of all, let me explain who Jen is to our, our audience. Jen Gallagher is the Senior Tour Marketing Director for a company called Allied Live. Allied Live um, works to um, promote and market touring Broadway and other other um, um, productions as well as the national tours. And I, Jen is my uh, national counterpart, if you will. I interface with Jen and other people like her when we have a show. So Jen is our, our marketing uh, guru director uh, uh, nationally for two shows this season. One is the upcoming Kinky Boots, that'll be here in December, and the other one is Once, which will be uh, touring in, at the Palace Theater in March this year, uh, in 2017. So I thought, Jen, wouldn't it be fun to just chat with her and, you know, kind of pick her brain a little and also give our listeners kind of, you know, the backstory of what what really goes on to bring these shows to you and all that's involved. So, you know, that's that's and Jen, I feel like I learn from you every time I get an email from you, which is a lot. We, <laughs> but, do, we do communicate a lot. That's for sure. And Sherry, I think that you would agree. You and I both have jobs that people don't even realize exist. That's right. Um, um, in the world uh, of touring Broadway or just shows that they see on stage at their local theaters. Um, so it's it's really, it's nice for you to invite me to join you today. Well, I, I'm happy to. And and as you are so right when you say people don't even understand, like when when you say what you do, people are like, oh, are you, are you a volunteer? Um, <laughs> no, no. 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 So why don't you explain kind of what your role is and the importance of it? Um, sure. Well, I'm actually the the liaison between a venue like the Palace Theater and the show and the producers and the cast. Um, we obviously, uh, the people who do my job, we oversee usually two to three tours each season, which is a lot of work, and we interface with all of the venues where that tour goes to. So anytime, uh, you know, a place like the Palace Theater needs, you know, artwork approved or access to a cast member to do an interview, we're the, we're the first point of contact, and we basically interface between the two. So we, we're here to consult on, you know, how to, how to advertise a show, who we think the show is appropriate for, which cast member might be really great for an interview based on what, what the publication or the radio station is. So we're, we're sort of a team with all of the venues we go to, and we're a team with the shows that we work on, and it, it makes a nice, big, happy family so that we're reaching people with the great messages about our shows coming to town. Um, you know, and I, and I, I just am amazed at how you keep it all straight um, because it, it's that's a daunting job. It is. It is a little bit, but it's a lot of fun. And I've loved theater my whole life. I mean, really, I, I you know, was one of those kids who loved being on stage, um, certainly was not destined to be on stage as a professional, as an adult, because not not to shock anyone, I can't sing, so that really <laughs> limits you quite a bit. Um, but I love this industry with, with a passion, and I feel fortunate every single day that this is my job. I still get to be involved in it behind the scenes. Um, and yes, it is. It is a little daunting at times, only because you know you guys have you know maybe six or seven Broadway shows that you're bringing into your venue, and I'm working on three tours, but they're going to 52 cities a year. So trying to keep up with what each of those tours is doing at any particular time, and, and sometimes even where it is, <laughs> can be a little bit of a challenge. And I will say, Excel spreadsheets are my best friend. <laughs> Oh, then you and Jen Zambruski at the palace. You are. <laughs> well, 
Well, I do know Jen Zembrowski at the Palace, and I'm, I will say that we are we are two two peas in a pod when it comes to how are. we stay organized. You know, <laughs> that's so funny because I mean we come from two different generations. So yesterday in a conversation, she goes, "So how would you like to have this information in a document or in a spreadsheet?" <laughs> I said, "Oh, please, in a document if there's a choice." Oh, that's I'd so funny. I'd rather read it that way, but anyway, it's kind of comical, and I do have um, somebody here at the station who wanted to just say hello to you um, while you're on the air, and that's Allison Demers. <gasps> Allison Demers? Yes. I love her. Doesn't everybody love her? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you knew her because your 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 background uh, before you worked for Allied, which you've been with Allied now since 2005? Yes, 11 years. Oh, and wow. before that, I worked at, well, just say your competitor, yes, <laughs> the Bushnell okay. Center for the Performing Arts. And I I know Allison very well from my years there. I used to I used to go on and talk to her about shows that were coming to the Bushnell and um, that's how I, you know, that's how I got my start as a as a guest radio person. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, it goes, it's part of the territory, you know, and uh, and you, I can see um, you do it very naturally. You you come from California, actually, the San Francisco Bay Area, and I was interested that your undergrad work was in political science. Did you have any thoughts of being a lawyer at one time? I did, actually. Yeah, I could um, see that. I could see that. <laughs> I, I, my, my dream from the time I was in third grade, once I realized I couldn't sing, uh, was that I wanted to be an attorney, and then um, I, I got it. You know, I went to college and was a poli sci major, and then realized, wow, there sure are a lot of lawyers in this world. Um, so maybe that's not necessarily the job I want to do. And you know, once as as with anyone and any any kids that are listening that are in college with a liberal arts degree, really, it's just about getting an education. You don't always have to do exactly what you studied in school for a living. And, and like I said, I feel very fortunate that I lucked into this job. I mean, we moved to Connecticut a long time ago now uh, for my husband's job. He works at Pratt & Whitney. He's an engineer there. Okay. And, um, you know, that's what, that's what brought us to this beautiful state. And we've been here now for 17 years. And... Um, you know, it's, it's such a great place to live. It's such a great state to be in. What a wonderful place to raise our daughter. Um, Who, by the way, is also a uh, performer. Yes, she is a budding ballerina. <laughs> a budding ballerina, yes. She is uh, excited about this year's Nutcracker performances at the at the Warner Theater and at the Bushnell. Right. And we're excited to see her on stage. Of and, course. You know, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> is this her first time in the Nutcracker? Or? No. No, she's no. done the Nutcracker for a number of years, but but this year I will I'll brag a little. She has a couple of solos, so I'm uh-huh. excited to see. <laughs> so she must be it's, very good. Well, that's if you're you know thinking about uh, that classic uh, family outing, then that's uh, one you should check out. Jen, I wish I could talk to you all uh, you know morning, but unfortunately, I actually have uh, an actor uh, from Whoa. a Christmas Story, the musical. That's well, even our, better, even better than talking to me. Is an actor. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's better, but it's another <laughs> opportunity. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out. I know you're so, so busy, but I just thought it would just be an interesting little nugget to, um, you know, talk and let our let our audience know a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes. So um, thank you very much. And you know that I will be in touch with you today. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll talk later. And I hope everyone comes out to see Kinky Boots at the Palace Theater Absolutely. this December. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Sherry. Thank you, Jen. Bye now. Take care. Bye-bye. We're going to, that was Jen Gellish. Great, great gal. Um, So um, we're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to come back with a gentleman who has one of the pivotal roles in the upcoming tour of A Christmas Carol, A Christmas Story, the musical. Stay tuned. Home is better. 
Home is always better, and Companions and Homemakers has been providing live-in home care for over 25 years. Live-in home care allows you or a loved one to remain at home and to continue to enjoy familiar routines and comfortable surroundings. Best of all, we ensure the best match so you get just the right caregiver and just the right care. Live-in care means around-the-clock support. We will assist with daily household tasks like cooking, light cleaning, and laundry, and will help maintain medication schedules, transportation to doctors or other appointments, or maybe we'll just go to lunch. If personal care is needed like bathing, dressing, or incontinence care, we do that too. We refer to those we care for as our clients, not our patients, and we customize their care based on each client's unique situation. Learn more by calling us or online at companionsandhomemakers.com. At Companions and Homemakers, we believe that home is better. Home is always better. Hi, I'm George Logan. I'm running for the state Senate to stop Governor Malloy's job-killing agenda. Joe Crisco has been a rubber stamp for Malloy's tax increases. It's time we had an independent voice who was willing to stand up to Malloy's runaway spending and constant tax increases. That is how we can get our economy growing again and bring new jobs back to Connecticut. I'm George Logan. I approve this message, and I am asking for your vote because we need a new direction for a better Connecticut. Paid for by the Connecticut Republican Party. Everyone can be a star. That's why the Connecticut Lottery is bringing you our exciting new Star Scratch game. Beneath all its sparkle and glitter, you may find a $1 million top prize or a Platinum Play instant prize. The new Star Scratch game for the star in you. Own it only from the Connecticut Lottery. Please play responsibly. Overall odds, 1 in 3.75. Odds vary during game. Must be 18 or older to purchase. Visit ctlottery.org. Hey, everybody. There's a new way to play from the Connecticut Lottery. Lucky Links with two times power. Link your numbers in straight lines, horizontally, vertically, or diagonally. Make eight lines, and you win up to $50,000. Add two times power to double some prizes. Buy Lucky Links with two times power from the Connecticut Lottery today. Drawings every day and night. See how to play at YouTube.com slash CT Lottery. Please play responsibly. Overall odds, one in 8.4. Must be 18 or older to purchase. CTLottery.org. Gentlemen, introducing Spa Dior. Discover the beauty that's naturally yours. Located at 741 Wilkett Street in Waterbury. Enjoy our relaxing and tranquil environment while in the ambiance of candlelight, music, and waterfalls. Spa Dior offers microdermabrasion, laser hair removal, massage, facials, and so much more. We have the best pricing for medical grade treatments in all of Connecticut. Check us out on Facebook to see all of our amazing body treatments special offers and packages say WATR sent you and receive 15% off your first visit Spa Dior is the place to be when you want to be stress free open 7 days a week call us at 203-575-0083 to make your appointment today that's 203-575-0083 Let's talk about Steve Giacomi for state representative in the 73rd District. Steve is a record that's worth talking about. Steve has stood up for our families and our seniors. He's a business teacher who understands that Dan Malloy's tax increases are hurting us all. Steve Giacomi has fought hard to cut taxes and will work to get our state on the right track. We need Steve fighting for us in Hartford. Let's get Connecticut working again. Let's hire Steve Giacomi as our state rep. Approved by Steve Giacomi. Paid for by Giacomi 2016. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace. 945 WATR and back to Sherry Marcucci, your hostess here for the Palace Your Place. And I'm back to welcome uh, via phone a gentleman who I believe is probably familiar with our venue, the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. Good morning, Chris Karsten. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. Am I wrong? Were you at our venue last year for the tour of Saturday Night Fever? 
I certainly was. I thought so. I thought so. And um, so we're we're just happy and excited to welcome you back. Um, we had a crazy cast party after uh, those performances uh, back in February, and some of the cast really they were um, dancing up a storm with some of our staff members and uh, patrons. It was a blast. So, um, oh yeah, were you were you in that group? Were you? Did you come well, to the party? I'm not sure. I know I went to a, a couple of them. I can't remember exactly what it was. I, I know that we were in Waterbury, uh, and um, I, and there was a couple of instances on that tour where where we were invited to go to some uh, some parties after the show. And uh, I can't remember if it was Waterbury in particular, but I know I went to one or two of them, and it was always uh, a lot of fun because there's a lot of dancers in Saturday Night Fever and sure, and sure, kind of rug, you know, it was a lot of fun. Well, we're we're happy to have you coming back to Waterbury in this um, production of A Christmas Story, the musical, um, telling telling the um, iconic story of the movie that we've all grown to uh, love. It's endearing. It's a classic. For those who may not be living on this planet or haven't turned on their TV on Christmas Eve in the last uh, 20 years or so, can you give us a quick synopsis of the show? And you know, the, tell the story and your role in it because you play actually the role inspired by the creator of the movie, Gene Shepard. Correct? That's cor- that is correct. Gene Shepard, of course, in the movie is a voiceover, so you never actually see him. Right. It's quite clever and, and very funny. But in the musical version, he's a character that you see on stage, so I get to interact. Uh, as a narrator with the action that's happening on stage. Of course, the big difference between our production and the movie is that it's a musical. So it's pretty faithful to the story of the movie. All of the events that happen in the movie happen in our play. And uh, then we have some fantastic musical numbers. And, of course, it's a live production, so there's that different dynamic and energy for audiences to enjoy as well. Anybody that comes to see our show is going to be thoroughly entertained. They're going to hearken to the memories of seeing the movie uh, and then get to see it presented with this new dynamic energy as a live production on stage, and it'll be a wonderful evening of theater for audiences. Well, I, I know that. It's, 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 you know, it's a heartwarming um the story. It's heartwarming when we see it in the movie. And it's about this quirky family that's pretty, I, I would say, probably typical of the time period, which is in the 50s. It's set in the 50s, I, or... I think the 40s. It's in the 40s. The 40s, I'm sorry. And and so, you know, it just has all that, kind of those charming um, things that you remember and and just kind of bring you back to a simpler time. And Gene Shepard was, for those who might not know, who he was. He was um, an icon in the broadcast industry and radio and was a great storyteller. That was his kind of forte and a humorist. And and even uh, those who came after him, like the Garrison Keelers of the world, they kind of were inspired. I I even read where Jerry Seinfeld was inspired by Gene Shepard's form of humor. Um, How does it feel for you as an actor to be interpreting this this person, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, it's a, a great opportunity to perform in uh, a show that has fabulous material, uh, material that audiences recognize. So it's a great honor to be able to do that, to carry on that that torch. And uh, it's a, a well written piece that, uh, of course, was nominated for Tony Awards uh, a few years back. So it's critically acclaimed. And I feel just uh, so grateful to be able to uh, walk in the shoes of, of the character of Gene Shepard, the narrator, and tell this fabulous story that he created. Um, I, I am really having a wonderful time up there, and uh, I think um, it's the whole cast uh, contributes in a, a very passionate and fun and, and wonderful, energetic way that makes for a great show. And uh, for me, myself, it's just a tremendous honor to be a part of it. That's that's really nice to hear you say that, because um, so often 
you know, you don't realize the the, the humility um, to take on a role that's recognized, that's about someone else, and that and that you need to embrace that. But and and the privilege of doing that, and and mm-hmm. almost like being given a a very um, I don't know special uh, family heirloom of sorts to take yeah. care of and preserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and now you have a, an, a, you know, quite a career uh, as an actor. I mean, I, I was reading about, and this is somebody asked me this recently about another show, but you were just in the Chinese national tour of My Fear Lady as Henry Higgins. Yeah. So here's the lo- logical question, and forgive me if this sounds ignorant, but you went to China. You're doing. An American classical American or American stage production um, was it in English? It was in English, yes, but it was translated. There were big screens up on the stage that translated it. So they the used super screen, okay, super titles. And, you know, that was, of course, our big concern is how well it would translate to Chinese audiences. And uh, the translators did a fabulous job, and the audiences were quite receptive. It was a, a great experience. Wow. That's that's so interesting. I would love to, at some point, just experience something like that. To Because you, you think, well, how do they understand the nuances of the song lyrics, of the, ac- the accents? Um, you know, I mean, obviously they're not understanding the words, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, that's a very interesting thing to me. And how, um, I guess it speaks to the fact that uh, uh, theater, music, it's, it's, it transcends uh, language in terms of... Uh, Absolutely, it does. Yeah. It's, it's one of the elements that really helps bring... People together and these performers together, yes. you know, from another a different culture, a different background, right? And it was really key to the translators to find a way to translate My Fair Lady uh, in a way that's relevant to Chinese audiences, and uh, that's a big challenge uh, because not everything translates directly, and the sure. cultural differences have to be accounted for when you're doing the translation. And I think they did a great job. Uh, I think Chinese audiences really appreciated the show, and uh, it was, like I said, a tremendous experience to get to be a part of that. One last quick question, um, Chris, before mm-hmm. before we um, let you go. Working with now the pivotal or one, the I guess lead character, uh, somewhat lead character, is the young boy. You play the adult Ralphie, but the child actors, and I know they switch off. There's a couple that switch off during the tour um, who play the young Ralphie, and that's you know the, the kid who wants the Red Rider BB gun so badly for Christmas. Yeah. And, um, yeah. What's it like for an adult to um, work with child actors? Um, It's a great responsibility uh, because these kids are, you know, they're young and they're learning. And it's a great uh, responsibility and a wonderful opportunity to, uh, for me, I I feel like I teach by example. And our creative team, uh, the directors and the choreographers that work with these kids, have a tremendous ability to communicate with these kids and uh, it really pays off because these kids are getting uh, knowledge and experience from the best in the business and uh, that is a big help for them if they want to go into this as a career Uh, you know I've been through three casts now of A Christmas Story the musical and each year we we bring a strong uh, presentation of our show and it's you know a direct relation to how wonderful the creative staff are the artistic staff that are teaching the kids the choreography and the concepts of the show and the nuts and bolts of acting it's giving them a great leg up on uh, probably approaching this uh business as a career choice and the kids are having a great time uh, on top of it uh, they're also, you know, they go to school every day. Um, they're tutored by by teachers that, that come with us. So they're getting their schooling, and they're getting this hands-on experience uh, of what it's like to be an actor in a traveling show. And it's just, it's just a wonderful thing to behold and, again, be a part of it. I feel like so grateful for this opportunity. Well, Chris, thank you. That's, um, you know, that, I can't wait to see this show. I mean, it's... 
you know, it is iconic. I, I feel like I'm overusing that word, but it's one of those things that every holiday, you know you're gathering around the, the TV to see the movie and now to see it live with the music to underscore what's happening, I think is just, you know, thrilling. I can't wait. And, it, and I know it's a joyful production, and I, I hope that on November 18th and 19th, we are filling our seats with people and their families. For new kids, it's a great show for kids. Oh, too. absolutely, family, kids. This is a f- absolutely family show. So I want to thank you for your time this morning and can't wait to have you back at the Palace Theater here, right here in Waterbury. Chris Karsten, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, this uh, this uh, 50 minutes is flying by, Tom, and we're just about at the end of our, our show. But for those who were listening, we were just talking to Chris Karsten, who plays the role of Gene Shepard in A Christmas Story, the musical, coming to the Palace Theater November 18th and 19th. There's um, The 18th is a Friday evening, and, um, and that's uh, at 8 p.m., and then the 19th is a 2 p.m. matinee. And as Chris Karsten was just saying, this is the perfect family outing for the holidays. I mean, it's a wonderful fun. And you know what? If you have young boys in your life who say, I don't want to go see play or they're not, you know, you don't think they'd be into it. You know, they'll be into this because this is the story of the kid who wants the BB gun. And um, and it's fun. It's it's really a great story. So um, tickets are available. Go to the Palace Theater website, by the way, to check out all the stuff coming up that I've been talking about this morning, palacetheaterct.org, or give us a call at our box office, which is going to open in about two minutes, 203-346-2000. And I I think I've run out of things uh, to talk about today. I've been on a roll this morning, Tom. I think that we have covered everything. We have A Christmas Story, the musical, Kinky Boots coming in December, Mannheim Steamroller concert coming on December 4th, which is Sunday. The Nutcracker presented by Woodbury Ballet. Lots of holiday things. And of course, I want to remind you that tickets and restaurant make great gifts for the holidays. You can buy gift certificates at the Palace Theater box office. That's all we have time for today. I want to remind you to stay tuned for your local news coming up next. And then Larry Rifkin with Talk of the Town. Do something you love with someone you love this weekend. And we'll see you next time on Your Palace, Your Place. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And that's it for your palace, your place on this Friday morning. Coming up next, Larry Rifkin's talk at the town with a very special guest, Tom Chapin, coming up next. And enjoy your local news and national news prior to that. This is Tom Shute. Have a good weekend. This is your radio station for news, talk, and entertainment. 1320 AM WATR Waterbury. News Radio. I'm Dave Anthony. There was less hiring in America last month, but the unemployment rate also dropped in the last big economic report before the election. Fox Business Network's Nicole Petalides has the numbers and reaction live from Wall Street. That's right, Dave. For the month of October, we saw 161,000 non-farm payroll jobs added here in the United States. That was a slight miss from the estimates of 175,000. We did see the unemployment rate took down to 4.9% from 5%. The good news is that we did add some jobs in August and September, some revisions there, so plus 44,000 there. The reaction on Wall Street somewhat muted the Dow Jones Industrial Average right now, down 24 points at 17,906. The Nasdaq down 7, the S&P down 1. The Nasdaq and the S&P are each down nine days in a row. We haven't seen that since the 1980s. I will say wage growth has been the strongest since 2009, and that was one good part of the report. 
Thank you, Nicole. This is just breaking the last few minutes. Two Americans have been killed in Jordan. Fox's Jessica Gallagher live in our Middle East Bureau. Dave, two American trainers are dead and another wounded after an exchange of fire outside a southern army base. A Jordanian military officer was also wounded. Jordan's official news agency is quoting a military source as saying the gunfire happened after an instructor's car tried to enter the gate of a military base in Jaffa South. Dave. Jessica, with only four days to go, expect more attacks on the campaign trail. I have a winning temperament. Hillary is an unstable person. He knows we can see and hear him, right? They were both in North Carolina. Loud to himself. Stay on point, Donald. Stay on point. Well, Trump and Clinton will both be in Pennsylvania and Ohio today. She'll also be in Michigan. He'll start his day in New Hampshire. Is anyone working in Chicago? Fans have flocked to the city where the river's been dyed blue for a Cubs World Series victory celebration. The team will start at Wrigley Field in one hour with a parade, then a huge rally. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. If you are behind on your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt or medical bills forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean the portion of your debt that is forgiven. Call for your free forgiveness information now. 800-719-2090. That's 800-719-2090. Don't wait. Call 800-719-2090. An important message from Medicare. I found a better deal on prescriptions. I found a new plan with lower costs. It's Medicare Open Enrollment. Have you compared plans yet? Who knows what you might find? Check out your options at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. You never know unless you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Medicare Open Enrollment, October 15th through December 7th. Brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services. Today's the day the Paris Agreement becomes international law on climate change. Fox's Simon Owen live in our European Bureau. Dave, it's almost a year since the UN's Paris Accord was agreed by 195 countries, but it only enters into force today. UN spokesman Stefan Dujaric praising US leadership in the process. We hope that whoever occupies the White House in 2017 will continue uh, that leadership role for the United States. Donald Trump has said he would cancel the deal. The agreement revolves around a pledge to limit global warming to less than 2 degrees Celsius, or about 3.6 Fahrenheit, compared with temperatures before the Industrial Revolution. Experts say right now that's looking like a tough task. Dave? Simon, the price of oil is falling yet again today. Nearly a dollar back below 44 bucks a barrel, but gas has risen. AAA's national average up over 2.22 a gallon. Of course, Tesla cars don't need gas, but the automaker is under scrutiny again over a crash. A deadly crash involving a Tesla electric car in downtown Indianapolis yesterday. Both the driver and a passenger were killed. The automaker says it's unlikely that its semi-autonomous autopilot system was active during the accident. Witness Al Finnell says the electric car was speeding. When I just, when I crossed a little, little north, you hear this car just plumb, plumb, pummeled past me at high, you know, erratically weaving and hit that tree and like it flipped. Next thing I know, exploded and big ball of fire. This accident follows a fatal crash involving a Tesla car in Florida in May. In that incident, the car was on the autopilot system when it slammed into a semi-truck. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. The power's back on at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas after a complete power outage prompted an overnight evacuation. Guests were put up at the Caesars and other properties. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News Radio. Good morning. It is 53 degrees. I'm Allison Demers, 1320 News. Meteorologist Bill Jackwoman says today will be sunny and cooler, highs 55 to 60 degrees, and we'll listen to his complete forecast coming up after the news. A 